0: Last week, they weren't champions, so they weren't Super Bowl champions, which everyone's sick of by now. Yeah. No. Did you see the Jason Kelsey? The it was actually pretty cool. No. So the whole No One Likes Us, No One Likes It, that yeah. whole chant. Yeah. All the Sons of Ben for soccer, all the our chant, which was originally actually a Millwall uh, mm-hmm. in in England chant. So that's where that uh, originated. Just for some, uh, drop some knowledge on you guys. Yeah,
1: so Trash House Street. Drop James some Z. more knowledge on you, Lu Sessa. Drop
0: some music knowledge.
1: Knowledge. Wow.
0: Knowledge. So what's up, dude?
1: Nothing. In living in a post Super Bowl world, yeah, I guess. So Although yeah. that's, that's so far in the past that yeah. I don't even remember.
0: I watched some Phillies today. I watched Phillies. Oh uh, wow. Spring training. Yeah. They won. Nine six. Oh okay. good. Well, they were playing against the Phillies. So no, it was Phillies. Oh, they didn't like um, uh, Orioles. If you want to feel old, uh, Cal Ripken's Ripken's son was playing for the Orioles. Yeah, for real. So
1: right off the bat, I do want to tell a little story because it uh, it pertains to last episode. Yeah. So if you recall, I recall we both talked about how total recall, three boobs, three boobs. I wish I had three hands. <laughs> Do you think he was dreaming or not? Do you think it really was his memory?
0: I think it was his memory. Huh? Those know. three boobs were real.
1: <laughs> I don't think. Anyway, sorry. Um, so last podcast, uh, I did Ty Segal. We talked about how Everyone's a Winner.
0: Yes. It was our
1: favorite song was mm-hmm. that album. Probably an hour and a half later, I was uh, watching Francis Ha. On Netflix,
0: mm-hmm. which I'd never seen, before. which is uh, Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Her fir- I guess it's her first. I think it's her first movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, movie. I've been it's watching a, a lot while. like
1: my life. I was a, never a young hipster in New York. His parents.
0: It reminds me of Girls, but not as I never. I've watched like two episode like of Girls. Non pretentious girls. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, Adam Driver, I think, is in both, right? Yeah, I believe. Well, I know he's in both. I yes. <laughs> anyway, so I'm watching, and this would be when Greta goes to Paris. Mm-hmm. They start playing a familiar song. Yes. What song was it? Everyone's a winner. Ah! So I'm like, huh? Where? So I go, no! By sheer happenstance, I decided to watch this movie, and long story short, everyone's a winner is a cover by a band called Hot Chocolate.
0: Which I was not aware of.
1: I was not aware of. Like, either.
0: I saw Francis Havre of, it's an older movie, but I yeah. probably saw at least six, seven years ago, mm-hmm. and... Um, it was good. It is what it is.
1: Yeah, but that was weird. The I wouldn't other...
0: have remembered because I... that's at the end of the movie when she goes. Almost to France. the end of yeah. the movie. They obviously listen like, to the song. They play it,
1: and then they start playing the song again, which I'm just huh. like, well, I guess if they got that. They need to get. The Might movie. as well. I don't yeah. know. Um, also, sort of serendipitous was we talked about Uma Thurman and how she was angry. Yes. All stuff. Then the story came out about Uma Thurman and. The weird car stunt that almost yeah. like really well,
0: that's where I first up. heard about it. Like yeah. that, that footage finally came out. It is on our Instagram if you mm-hmm. would like to look at it. Um, what else have you been up to? Um, school. Yeah, been tough. Uh ran ten and a half miles today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I actually ran on Monday with Victor for the first time in a long while. Yeah, I did like almost five miles, mm-hmm. and my watch, my Garmin watch, that told me after 10 and a half miles, to have a recovery of 33 hours. Okay? Oh, wow. Yeah. That was today. Mm-hmm. For 4.75 miles yeah. with Victor, four days. Oh. Was <laughs> and that... I had faster mileage.
1: When you run with your son, mm-hmm. is it like when Luke is running around Dagobah with Yoda? Pretty much. He's like on your back, and he's like,
0: eat your snack. That's right? exactly what he does. Yeah, I think that's a lot. No, he's actually today. pretty quiet. He, I yeah. think It was the first time he ran in, like... Mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. or something, and he he enjoyed it. He wanted to run today. I was like, no. Uh, we went to uh, out for breakfast today. Ooh, fancy. Went to your mom's. Your mom's? Your mom's place. I do like your mom's it's place. It's good. Yeah. Big pancakes. Um,
1: I had a shitty workout today around like two miles because my body felt like it was dying the whole time. Well, it
0: was rainy and shit. They fucked up the forecast today, too. They said it was supposed to start raining at like one o'clock, and it mm-hmm. was like kind of clear when I went out at one o'clock. They fuck up the forecast they're dummies they're dummies you know what's not dumb what good music that is so true It's not shut up
1: (laughs) I hate myself as I. that is so true alright you want to go first you want me to go first you can go first alright I'm going to talk about wind hand and satan's satyrs how do you say it seriously satan's satyrs satyrs okay yeah it's like a satyr you know I play a lot of dungeon dragons yeah so I I know exactly what a satyr is what is a satyr it's like a little man, he has like a, a goat butt, and he plays the pan flute, and he has horns.
0: So he's kind of like a centaur,
1: but he's a goat. No, it's different because he has only two.
0: So if they were to have babies, would this, they be goat babies? Like, where would they carry? In their human form or their animal form?
1: I think, well, the animal form is usually the the business parts.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know.
1: Um, so a seder would basically, I know this is probably make it worse out better, He's like a fawn, like Mr. Tumnus from The Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe.
0: Or is it like, um, what was the little little cute little uni? What was uni? What was he? She, she's a unicorn. Oh, okay. and He's
1: a full unicorn. I know you don't like I don't you. think any of this is relevant.
0: <laughs> so Satan Satyrs and Hand. So I'm
1: going to talk about Satan Satyrs first. So Satan Satyrs, both these bands are out of... Richmond, Virginia?
0: Yeah, maybe? there's so much shit going on in Richmond. Some yeah, really good scene. stuff, yes. And these are off uh, Relapse Records. Yes.
1: I don't have a lot to say in them because Windham was sort of the showstopper for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. um, it's metal, it's a bit, uh, feels a bit speed-fueled at times. Kind of reminiscent of some 80s glam hair, but not quite.
0: I have Glammy Black Sabbath.
1: Yeah, actually I have, um, because I compared the final song, Ain't That Lovin' You, to... Uh, Fairy Boots. Oh, okay. Wear pixies wear boots, yeah. whatever. And yeah, they did sound like kind of like a, a Latter-day lat, Black I Sabbath. thought they
0: were... I wasn't expecting anything out of them, and I was actually kind of excited to see something yeah. more from them. I thought they were yeah. good.
1: And I'll say by Latter-day, I meant like like right Latter before they got rid of Ozzy and probably <laughs> right before you know Dio joined the... Oh, fuck. I don't even know what we're talking about. But anyway, the problem with Satan Satyrs is they weren't Windhand...
0: Yeah, well, so, uh, there are two different bands. I like I like this yeah. split.
1: Yeah, they are two different bands. It was really it was a very good split. It was very different. Uh, Windham though,
0: a doom metal band. So why did you pick Winham? Like where did you hear from them? You just kind of stumbled uh, across. My brother told me to listen to them. Okay, As I told you I heard it. From, um, I've been listening to King mm-hmm. Woman a lot, yeah. and uh, it was a recommendation from uh, uh, Sam from. The Rock Shop in Plymouth yeah. meeting was like, ah, if you like King Woman, check out Win Hand. So that's kind of where yeah. I heard it from. I just wanted to give a shout out. Yeah, because they're good. They're very good. It's very good. I think they have three albums. The last one was in 2015. Yeah, maybe? yeah. I think I got their last album.
1: So I actually started to listen to that but I was like, the, I'm not doing that on this podcast. So yeah. I listen to old music. And yeah, they're like, they're sort of like a very heavy doom metal band, uh, fronted by Dorothy Catrell or Dorothea Cattrell. Mm.
0: Good old Dot. Daddy, daddy, daddy! You yeah, always we'll say two songs. Of a rebel, daddy. Old evil. Old evil was my prime my favorite uh, song.
1: Oh, I, I'm gonna disagree with you.
0: there. Really? I really did. Yeah, old evil has these really heavy,
1: fuzzy, sludgy guitars. Yeah, yeah, sludgy lumbering around, and this sort of like guitar, like that just noodles around like a snake or a a tongue. Fiddling say, around your mouth, oh your bunger. like an artery. <laughs> Ooh, and um, it's very menacing.
0: Oh, that's why I like it, and I really like
1: it. And I guess it's about like the devil or some shit like that. I don't know. But the other song, three sisters, "I Am the Devil," <laughs> three sisters hit all the sweet spots for me. For about thirty seconds, you have this really like low tune before getting sort of shotgun blasts is in the face with this really wicked like organ riff, mm-hmm. then this really grindy bass that sort of doesn't quite keep up with the beat, it's either just slightly ahead or slightly behind, and it kind of fucks you up. I probably
0: didn't listen, that's like the 16 minute song? It's like 13 minutes. I don't there. think I listened to it long enough, like I was like, oh this is good, but I, I listened to Old Evil uh, yeah. all the way through. And it's really good,
1: like you have these really like, these almost piercing vocals, a heavier Chelsea Wolf I was going to say Portishead type. Portis of, head. Yeah, it's like feel to it. No, I agree. Without heroin. <laughs> and it's a really good, like it's a 13 minutes, so it's kind of hard to review the whole thing. It's small. The guitar, when it kicks in so that like there's that intro segment, two minutes of doo, doo, the, when the vocals start up again, mm-hmm. it sounds like the, the bottom note of the bass is it's like a really sour note. Like they, they left the string loose, so it's like very disheartening. It's all it's like tripping. Hmm. The whole song is like this because it's so slow and like the beats are somewhat asynchronous. It's just like a, it it's took a Too mind. much
0: NyQuil man. Yeah, it's
1: like taking NyQuil... I had a good example for this. Give me a second. Yeah, take your time. It's what if they were to remake mm-hmm. Embrace of the Vampire and there's the scene where Brace uh, of the Vampire is probably the best vampire movie.
0: No, it's seen. pretty awful, other than um, Alyssa Milano makes out with a chick photographer. Yeah. But I was thinking
1: there's the scene where they like, they, what they tab her. Okay. So there's a scene where they like give her ecstasy, and she's like running around in like every, it's like an orgy. Okay. And it's like she's like really tripping. If they remade that movie today, probably with Alyssa Milano, Mas- uh-huh. the same role, um, this is the song they'd play.
0: I honestly have a description about a song, like, in my notes, kind of yeah. about the same thing. All right. You'll like it. Okay. Cool. Um, and that's that um it's good I like I like those fans I
1: like my favorite song like I said it was three women I couldn't find any lyrics up yet so yeah me neither. which again for a 13 minute song
0: I actually might buy um the record I want to see um it out now mm-hmm. I'll have to see like how limited it is but I was looking into it because I just bought uh I, I do some relapse record pre-orders and I just yeah. pre-ordered iron Regan and gate creeper and uh, that mm-hmm. popped up All right.
1: And that would be the Windham. Windham, Not Windham, that's different. Windham. It's a cover Tasty. band all played by pigs. <laughs> like Spider Ham? Spider Ham, Peter Porker. It's
0: Peter Porker. Going with that one description of the mm-hmm. one song, I will go with J.D. Wilkes. Yes. Fire Dream, which was out in February mm-hmm. uh, 16th. Um, It is J.D. Wilkes' solo album. He is from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. He is the lead singer of the legendary Shack Shakers, which is a great uh, band. He also wrote The Vine That Ate the South, which is a very good book. Uh, It's about Kudzu, right? Yes. The the invasive vine that well, it's weird. I went to the gynecologist. and I was reading that book while I was waiting. <laughs> no, well, no, and, kudzu. Um, <laughs> and she's like, the, "I'm like," she's like, "What are you reading, my doctor?" And I said, "Oh, the vine that ate that ate the south." And she was like, "Oh, is that about the kudzu?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I'm from the south. Yeah, that's really yeah. invade. Like we just started." Yeah, yeah, I read Bullshitting that. about it. Yeah, um, if I'll you want to borrow, it. it's really good. But um, yeah, and yeah. it's a quick read. And also, um, for people that do not know J.D. Wilkes. Did you ever watch the show True Blood, Lou? Yes. I guess the, the theme song? Oh, really? It's JD. Oh, Will. crazy. <laughs> um. So it's kind of how I would describe the music uh, if you're not familiar with legendary Shack Shakers or JD. Um, he, he did a bunch of trade paperbacks, too. So he, yeah. he did some movies. He does, he's he's a very, like does everything. Yeah, he does everything. I'd almost say hillbilly gypsy rock. Then he also has some straight bluegrass country, as he says, fiddle and jug band rock. Yeah. Um, and swamp rock. So, the first song is probably my favorite, Fire Dream, and it's like this fun circus hillbilly music. Um, if you ever listen to the Pine Hill Paints, it's kind of reminiscent of that. It's kind of this like just awkward, weird sideshow Americana. I would say
1: if you get excited by the word "Pleasure," and
0: the song <laughs> Yes. Next, Down the Heidi Hole. Which lyrics, they don't even say that lyric until the next song. Uh, It's a fun, folky, kind of almost jazzy mood music song. It's fun. I liked it. Moon Bottle was also my favorite. And that's a catchy, almost reggae. It has like a reggae beat. I don't know how much you listen to it. I listened, I reviewed this today. and I've been listening to it off and on. And they actually have the lyric in the Heidi Hole, which kind of sounds funny. Because it sounds like (laughs) in the Heidi Hole. And um, I think JD described it as... A pop, apocalyptic ska. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Walk through the, between the raindrops is really cool. Very country Americana, nothing like that weird. What rem, what it reminds me of, and this is my description of yeah. it. Now imagine being high on some pills and half buzz in New Orleans, Lou. Yeah. You're walking around, it starts pouring, you're trying to get in between the raindrops. Yeah. So you pop into the closest bar pub and ends up being this little seedy bar, maybe even a brothel. Ooh. And you're chilling and the people are a little seedy and the women are kind of rubbing up against you and yeah. so are the men and you're like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. And You're kind of just enjoying it and just things are popping in and out of your line of vision as the higher and screwed up you get. And by the end of the song, they're all vampires and they kill you. Oh,
1: all right. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's uh, <laughs> Just a plot to a pop-easy break novel. It's, it's
0: kind of like a, From dust Till Dawn, yeah. but you're not as high. But that's The what pill the, part, I don't have to imagine. But, but that's right. what it reminds me of. You're trying to get out. That's the only thing I can right, Yeah, share. that's something, yeah. Um, another song, Bible Candle and Skull. Very piano and vocal-driven. Um, almost like a rockabilly feel to it. Mm-hmm. I thought this myself and then I read it in a review. Someone described it as, if Tom Waits lived in Kentucky. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> another person described it as, if a sideshow blew on, a, blew in on a tornado and landed into a Kentucky junkyard. Yeah. Which I agree with. Altogether, um, another uh, two things I didn't, <laughs> forgot to say. Also, accompanying him in the band, remember Squirrel Nut Zippers? Yeah, A couple of guys from Squirrel it Nut. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit. And Drive By Truckers, which I was never into, but I, I've it heard of Drive By yeah. Truckers. So yeah, JD Wilkes Fire Dream. I I really enjoyed it. I really liked up. by pick it up. I haven't listened to uh, that type of music in a little while, so yeah. I was I was enjoying it. I had I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I'm a big Legendary Shack Shakers fan. Um, and I like JD Wilkes a lot. So, yeah. Check
1: it out. It's good touch. Check it out. Different. I did check it out, and I'll probably buy it, like I said. A twin fantasy Carsey headrest. Oh, no. Oh, now you're going to strap
0: in because I got a lot. We could probably. I don't even have any notes just because I could just. It's not worth writing any notes. It's
1: insane. We could probably do a whole podcast literally just on this album. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So. Is this
0: uh, the first your first introduction to uh, Carsey headrest? Yes. They had a couple songs that I heard on XMU a lot. Uh-huh. And um, I forget the name of the song, but it, the lyrics to the... Uh, the song name, I think, was called Save the Whales, Kill the Whale. Something yeah. weird. And I really liked the song, and that's what got me interested in them. I almost mm-hmm. bought their, their previous release, and I didn't... Because I like how they just have like nonsense lyrics that mm-hmm. are kind of like... Um, I want to say not where the beef that's made. Like, almost like... It, it, uh, I don't. go ahead. Sorry.
1: Do you know why where the band Car Seat Headrest comes from? I don't know. Because Will Toledo, the lead singer and um, like the songwriter, used to record songs in his car because it's the only place he could get privacy. Oh, yeah, okay. So this is like their twelfth album, the third on Manador. The other nine are all self-released.
0: Okay. But, can. Um, but they really—the first time I heard of them was last year, and they. Just... Yeah.
1: So they've had like. That, whatever that last album mm-hmm. was.
0: It was um, good. I mean, what I listened to was good.
1: Teenage, but... whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had never really been introduced to them before. Um, this album, Twin Fantasy, is actually a re-recording of his sixth album. Uh, I went back, incidentally, and listened to the original, and I'll talk about that. Okay. So apparently it was si- like part of his contract when they signed to Matador. was They were either required or they were given the opportunity to re-record this album. Mm -hmm. Few more things before I can actually talk about this album. Apparently this album in 2011, which is when it was released, Mm -hmm. extremely big cult hit. It's a very big underground album. That doesn't surprise me. Very big on Reddit and very big on 4chan. (laughs) Anyway, pause for station identification. So, Lo-fi indie pop, I guess is how we could describe it. You said what, softer Titus Andronicus? Yeah,
0: yeah. The bands are very similar, but I would say Car Headrest is more just, you think they're going one way and then they don't, they can have like yeah. the heaviest set and then go totally mellow yet turn around and have it heavy. It's yes. amazing to me.
1: Yeah, very, very talented artist, very good. In a rarity for me, I'm not going to review the music so much as the lyrics, the content of this album. I'm
0: interested in that because I didn't see any of the lyrics. All right. Because I listened, I listened oh. to my car yeah. on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> Did headrest? Yes. This is the only place I can get privacy. <sighs> mm.
1: All right, so check this out. Twin Fantasy?
0: Yeah. Concept
1: album. Well, yeah, I knew, I knew that. About... As he says, exploring a relationship could mean several things, and I have two theories of what it actually means. Yeah. So basically, could be like living love. No, it's not about the way. It's definitely about a relationship of some sort. So the first song in it is My Boy, mm-hmm. which is about the. One of the heaviest songs in the album. Heaviest songs, yeah. Which sort of intros us, which is Will Toledo. Mm-hmm. We'll call him the narrator at this point. Finding a boy, meeting someone who perhaps he sees as a soulmate, a twin. Uh, two comrades at first, you know, best friends. We sort of veer into Beach Life and Death, which is 13 minutes. Yes. And like basically goes, it's like a fucking rock opera. It could be the Beach Life Death EP. Because it changes like, it's like in three parts, it's just all fucking over. And
0: it's not like it just keeps going on, it actually does end. Yeah. And and then go on to another song where I was like, okay, this is all the same song. Like I was
1: listening to it on like Bandcamp with the my screen minimized Mm -hmm. for the first time. And I look up and was like, Oh, this is all the same song. Yeah.
0: And Uh, normally that bothers me, but it did not bother me in the least. This song
1: seems to be about, you know, two friends who are like really tight and maybe maybe good old the narrator realizes he feels something more for his friend. (laughs) Stop smoking. It's going to kill, kill you. It's going to kill you. I said, it made me want to start smoking.
0: <laughs> well, that's like, now how I'm saying they, they t- ah, like that kill the, or save the whales, kill the whales, or whatever. Yeah. They seem to take like a catchphrase, like stop smoking. Mm-hmm. They make the most mundane, boring lyrics mm-hmm. somehow interesting yes. in some weird way. I don't know.
1: This is going to be important later. Stop smoking is going to be important later thematically. Yeah. And that's what, like when I discovered this is when I really started to like look into what this album was. The climax Sober to Death. So Summer to Death would basically be the climax of the album where either they get into a relationship or the narrator makes the argument that they should be in a relationship because they're both kind of fucked up people but in a good way. And this is sort of where it departs because the album seems to be either about being in a relationship with someone who isn't really into you or possibly, in this case, being in love with someone who does not have the same orientation as you
0: but you want them to. I could see that. I almost found it like being into someone that just really isn't as into you as much as they are, as you are. That's a
1: large part. I think that's what it's about more. And that's sort of the twin fantasy is the idealized version of this person. And as you go down, you get into that more like Nervous Young and humans is the next song. And that's sort of where it starts to get dark because they're like, they're dating. That's when he realizes maybe...
0: It's probably not a good idea.
1: Yeah. So there's a line about like... In love with the I like basically you're in love, and like the last part line of that song is this is the part of the song where I start to regret, regret writing it, mm-hmm. and then it sort of it starts to really go downhill. So this is what got me. There's a song, the next song, "High to Death." Mm-hmm. There is an important line in that song, and it appears in some of the other songs. It's "keep smoking, I still love you." So arguably,
0: stop smoking is. Just hanging on. Hanging on there.
1: And, like, keeps on just begging anything. Do what you want.
0: No, I noticed that as well. I didn't really put it together, but I was like, no. That did that. Like, actually, I got
1: really into this fucking thing. There's another,
0: like, long song, like,
1: Famous Prophets, which is The Breakup. And it ends with sort of twin fantasy, which is retroactively looking back at this person and their relationship. So it's sort of about the life and death of a relationship that was kind of doomed in part because one person either didn't want to be in the relationship or was into it less. And there's a lot of, like, clingy behavior and stuff. But there was
0: no... Like, to me, it was the narrator was in love with whoever and they weren't weren't reciprocating Uh, totally back. But at the same time, they knew it and they still just tried to cling on. Yes, and there's, like, a line in that, like, one of the songs where,
1: basically, I tried to be too romantic. And it's, like, really, like... It's very sad when you start reading it or very, like...
0: Douche Chili, if you do, but... Um, it's very, like, indie rock yeah. opera ep- epic. Yeah, it's... Insane. Like, I listened to the whole thing, and I thoroughly so, enjoyed yeah, it. So, yeah, I'm
1: really into this. Like I said, you could do a whole fu- fucking podcast on it. Um,
0: I couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah. Like I said, normally, like, you know how much... Like, I can't even listen to, like, a six-minute song usually. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. so fucking boring. And yeah. I was, like, listen to Start to End, and yeah. I was like, I kind of want to listen to it again, but I, I need to review J.D. Will. Yeah. So you could say
1: because I've decided this is the theme of this episode, this kind of love is very vampiric. Because we've made three, mm. three, three bands about vampires so far, and I'm not going to stop. And ultimately, just to, like this album, it's sort of somewhere in between Jan- Daniel Johnston, if he wasn't fucking crazy, and Elliot Smith,
0: mm. if he
1: sort of had a career instead of killing himself.
0: His voice kind of reminded me to um, partially Franz Ferdinand, Mixed with Beck. A yeah, a
1: little bit. bit. He's not like... His deliverance or whatever. He's not like technically the strongest singer, but he really makes it work for him. Like yeah. Much like Beck, who isn't a great singer. Mm-hmm. But it's good. So love this album. It's crazy. After all this was done, I went back and listened to the the original version. Yeah. Which it. I think they now call Mirror Mirror. So there's like... the Sort of the designation is Twin Fantasy 2018 is Face to Face. So it's Twin Fantasy, parentheses, face-to-face. Mm-hmm. The original twin, twin Fantasy is Mirror Mirror. It's much more acoustic and lo-fi. Okay. I mean, it's one guy just, playing okay. the music and recording it. So it's very interesting. Hmm. I think, for my taste, I like this version better. Favorite song is probably Famous Prophets. It starts out very soft, and all of a sudden, yeah, you get it just gets really loud, like an argumentative. But, like, pretty much every song was my favorite song on the album.
0: Yeah, it was very,
1: very good. So very
0: good. That's it. Yeah. yeah, i did it going to yeah. go home. Yeah, i bye bye. sleep. I'm sleepy now. I'm pee pee. Okay. <clears throat> oh, you know what I, what I did last weekend? What? I saw a show. Yeah? I went and saw American Nightmare. Whoa. Pissed Jeans. Yeah. Spiritual, spiritual Cramp. Mm-hmm. And Protester. Ooh. We have reviewed all, almost all four other than Protester. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh, uh, review American Nightmare in a second yes. spiritual cramp was interesting yeah they sound I think a little better recording than live mm-hmm. um, but they were fun live yeah they talked about like they, they're like I sold my friend a gun that I <laughs> I sanded off the serial number and now he's getting arrested like it was like yeah. really uncalled Did you said they were like
1: younger than you thought or? yeah
0: they were like early 20s but they, they were fun I, I enjoyed yeah. them and then we saw Piss Jeans was great and American Nightmare it was more or less their record release was in Philly, mm-hmm. so I just got the record that that day, and I didn't get to listen to it until a couple days later. Oh, all right. So American Nightmare, self uh, self titled, Rise Records came out February eighteenth. They're out of Boston. They were a band from ninety eight to two thousand four, and then they got together back together in two thousand eleven, and then been off and on, and now they're kind of back together. Mm-hmm. This is their full third full length. They're also called Give Up the Ghost. If you did not know, their last release was 2003. Till We're Underground. We're Down Till We're Underground. Whatever. And I love this album. They were awesome to see live. Yeah. I got uh I got a little too close to the pit and got smushed up against the wall at the Union Transfer. Yeah. So their first single single off this album was called The World Is Blue. And it has a, you listen to it and you're like, oh wow, American Nightmare has a new single out. Classic American Nightmare feel. It's good, good stuff. Classic hardcore punk, a little melodic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Next one, they have a short little video out, Flowers. Short kind of youth crew, you know, classic American Nightmare song. And then it starts to kind of diverge. American Nightmare, the, the lead singer Wes, also is in the band Cold Cave, which is a uh, dark wave, new wave, synth-pop type band. And you can see that clearly comes through. And it, this album was an album... I thoroughly love it, and I'm going to say that again. Yeah. To be honest, like to hear a release like, 15 years later, I don't want to hear the same album. You know these people have been on different bands, and I, I think this was the perfect release. Yeah. Anyway, so American Dream, one of the best, one of the good songs on the album. There's a lot of good songs on the album. Fast, catchy, almost has like a sort of negative approach feel to it. It's fun. I liked it. Gloom forever. Straight up punk with gothy lyrics. Very catchy. Colder, no, sorry, lower than life. Straight, fast, hardcore, blasting drums, guitar, finished with a breakdown. Blah, 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 blah. My favorite song off the album is colder than death. That- colder than death, colder than death. It's very, very different, kind of this dark wave feel to it. Very cool song. Catchy. You have, yeah, the, the colder than mm-hmm. duh, and then you have West come in. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? It just mm-hmm. is a really, really cool song. It's super different from what I would expect them. Um, you can see that cold cave coming through. The song Dream is very hardcore with this, like, electro feedback going through. Crisis of Faith is a melodic hardcore song with a very goth, like, Bauhaus almost type yeah. feel to it. As I said, I love this album. There's a lot going on. To me, it feels a lot more punk than hardcore with like this melodic dark wave undertones. As I said, they very different how I want to release in 15 years to feel. It almost, bands that it reminds me of, um, Modern Life is modern life is War, a little bit of My Chemical Romance, like good My Chemical Romance, yeah. and a little bit of negative approach. I It's one of my favorite mm-hmm. releases so far. I mean, it's February. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I a lot of people didn't like it because I think it's a little more punk than heart than like the hardcore kids want to listen to yeah and a little dark wave as i said uh-huh. punching through but i thought it was fantastic i fucking love it i can't stop listening to it i don't know what you thought i liked it i didn't listen to it as much as i know it's not your everything vein. else mm-hmm. i did like
1: what i heard uh, some folks say that vampires are the true american nightmare
0: that is true
1: uh, anyway <laughs> so yeah i liked it like I said, it was such a strong week with literally everything else.
0: I'd give it another listen. It takes a couple times the first time. I but I think you might... Uh, def- definitely listen to that Colder Than Death it's towards the end. I yeah. think you will really like that song. American Nightmare, as I said, a lot of people don't like it. They're awesome live, and I love this new album. Hmm. It's red. Do you have anything else? I
1: have two things. Let's see. I have one more thing. So I'll go. It's really fast.
0: It's like literally 30 things. All right. So I'll go do my one thing and do the other.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Sort of changing gears a little bit. uh, Fran Armiston had a comedy special on Netflix. um, Comedy for drummers. Yes. I'm not going to say too much about it. It's interesting because clearly they're like, it was like, do whatever the fuck you want. And what he did was basically did a one hour special. About drumming, uh, with no one, nothing but drummers in the audience.
0: That's awesome, though.
1: So that's really cool. A lot of it's a little insidey. Um, some of it is not so much because it, he does do some non-drumming comedy, for lack of a better word. He does, let's say, a very interesting impression. I don't want to spoil it. I guarantee you've never seen this impression before. No. I, I guarantee you've never seen this. Before. Okay. And you you he, said
0: it in a way where I've definitely
1: seen. No, before, you actually haven't. Yeah. No, you seriously haven't. Um, I won't spoil it. He has some guest stars like Sheena E's on there. Uh, Trey Cool, the drummer from War Cry, mm-hmm. a few other indie people I have actually known and I can't remember. Cool. And he does a lot of like a lot of cool things. Like what he does one of his imprint, not the one I'm talking about, but he talks about like drumming on NPR. Mm-hmm. And he basically does like sort of an imitation of being on NPR with, with uh the woman from this band that I will insert after we record this podcast. And it's just cool because it's very typical. Like, it's like, this is a song about when I was both happy and sad. And the song is like how the landlord is a ghost from... It's just really bizarre fucking lyrics. But the coolest thing he does is through like the center aisle, he has like 10 drum sets set up. And he basically is like, this is basically what drumming sounded like in the 20s. And it's, like, essentially a drum kit from the 20s. Oh, that's interesting. And then he moves up to, like, modern day. That's cool. So it's cool. It's a little weird. At one point, they do a close-up of just fucking dumb Jay Mascus staring blankly ahead. <laughs> Fred Armstrong.
0: Yeah, I, I do I, I do want to check that out, because yeah. I like him. It's interesting, yeah. Good stuff. You know who has a single out? A lot of people. Mm. I, I didn't even get a chance to yeah. do Super Unison, which was a Adult Swim Oh, anyway. I saw that.
1: Oh, really quick. Um go, go for it. He sort of played Fred Armstrong sort of played a vampire in Portland. Yeah. <gasps> He's one of the weirdos. He's one of the, the weirdos. Kind of anyway, go He's, ahead.
0: Sorry. He, yeah. Just I back. like the weirdos. Billabong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beach. Beach house. Yes. New single. Lemon Glow. Mm-hmm. I was driving home from somewhere and I was like, ooh, what is this? Yeah. Is this a beach house song? And it was. So Lemon Glow, I guess they have an album coming out this year, mm-hmm. which I was expecting something soon. It, uh, so Lemon Glow, Beach House is beach house. It's yeah. what I, I told Alou I, when I said, oh, I played it for him a little bit mm-hmm. long sunda- last Sunday. And I said, oh, it's more like a more upbeat lullaby. So anyway, it has more of an electro feel to it. More of a, more busy with some sounds. Still have that kid's Casio, bo- Casio keyboard feel going down and drum machines. Very dreamy feel-good, also has that kind of haunting feeling about it. But as I said, like, the opening track's like, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, what's this? Oh, what upbeat lullaby. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how they do it, but they make it very interesting, mm-hmm. and I find it to be a very good release. And I'm looking forward to The Beach House. I like Beach House a lot. Yeah. Um, I want to see them live one day, but I'm afraid I will fall. <laughs> yeah,
1: say, yeah, you'll just... You'll go in, and then take a you'll binky wake up. and a
0: blanky, and yeah. now I really like Beach House, and I'm excited at, for a new one. Wake album. up in a tub full of ice. I'm glad they're, yeah, I know, for my <laughs> heart rate going under 20 yeah. or something, but yeah, I, I always like Beach. Yeah, House. Yeah, I really and, like that song too. And, I mean, mm-hmm. it's
1: hard to describe because it's like it's one that's... either like Beach House. A lot of people do not, not like them. I like them. I like, do. Or I think like, like, they're just yeah.
0: very chill and
1: like I don't think again because it's so chill and I can listen to it all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool Like a Vampire. There is a... Bella Lugosi. He's he's (laughs) He had a beach house. Really quick incidental. This is even... So I have one more thing I want to talk about. But incidentally, so Peter Murphy Mm. is supposed to do a residency Mm. and it's been postponed twice. First from in January to February. Now February to June. Well, no. The reason is... Can you guess why Peter Murphy is not doing his residency? I don't know. Peter Murphy... Lives in Turkey. He's lived in Turkey. He's actually... Really? I didn't know He actually that. converted to Islam years ago. Okay. And he has a Turkish passport. So, he it's a real it. pain in the ass to travel from Turkey to the U.S. I actually have a uh, person I work with just who's from Turkey. just uh-huh. got her U.S. citizenship. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's great because there are a lot of countries I can go to now. Basically, as per- he can't get his visa approved... Because it's like it got tagged for a routine like paperwork check,
0: hmm.
1: so he's sort of stranded there. It's just really weird. Interesting. Well, how
0: old's Peter Murphy now? He's gotta be in his fifties, mid fifties to late to early. I 60s. imagine
1: he at the he's late fifties maybe. Yeah, I uh, think so. He had a very touch. So Dolores O'Riordan killed herself. Yes, cranberry. Uh, cranberry, sad. sad. He had a very interesting not take on it. So he shared his memory. First, he's like, and it sounded like he's just trying to participate because he's... Yeah, you know, my only experience with her is with that zombie song. Like, oh, Peter Murphy. But basically, he talks about, yeah, so one day, my daughter came into the studio and we're recording, and she played this song for me, and this was, like, her favorite band. So I, like, connected to it through her. Oh, that's cool. And it, so I was like, aw. And then he did a whole bunch of meth and drove his car <laughs> in L.A. and almost got arrested.
0: Yeah, did they have a uh, release any toxicology or... I mean, I'm I sure pretty.
1: Oh, sh- with her, I think it was some sort of.
0: I don't know if she OD'd or she killed herself, like it's weird. I hand think she in hand owed, or. That, I don't know, or...
1: but she uh, doesn't. I don't know. We can talk about that later. Yeah, I'm now. not talking
0: smack or anything. So, I know she had a lot of mental problems. Yeah, and it's sad. So really quick, talking
1: about some friends of the podcast. Yes. Um, pulling out my my musical M E W I S C A L mixtape, which I did once before. Ooh. A year and a half. So, Super Chunk had an album come out the 18th of this month, Mm -hmm. meaning 18th of February. Yes. I'll probably hit that up next time. I did see that. Uh, Screaming Females had an album come out yesterday. I downloaded that. I'm going to do something, or have Matthew do something for that, because it's like his favorite band.
0: They're uh, they're coming to Philly soon, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think they're playing with maybe hers. Remember I was saying Shirley Manson was on that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: More importantly, a couple people announced albums, finally. Yes. Or have albums coming out in the near future. Uh, Courtney Barnett has one coming out, but yeah. I don't remember anything else about that other than
0: it's I think we out. talked about that last podcast. We okay. might have, yeah. We probably did.
1: I can't keep track of it. Jack um, White coming out. Jack White. We talked about that because we don't mm-hmm. really, really, um Melvin's album, they have uh, Pinkest Abortion Tech comes out end of May. They have a um, single, Stop Moving to Florida. Eh. I didn't listen to it. Eh. We'll see. How about that? Speedy Ortiz finally announced their album. Ooh. Orpy-verse coming at end of April and then they, their single is Lucky 88 Ooh. which of course is about uh, Hitler Hitler, really? no okay. that would be a really extreme well 88's kind of a... well I think that every time well there was in Narstown there's a I think it's it's Cafe 88 and I think they just are like on 88 Ridge Pike or something sort of uh, like. it's a very unfortunate yeah uh, plus their white power bars. no no <laughs> But um, so I listened to the single Lucky '88. Mm-hmm. See, their sound is actually evolving in a good way. They put out some stuff after Foil Deer, and it was too... You talk about you want bands to change somewhat. There's the sliding scale. Would be like how the Savages put an album out. I didn't like and it. It sounded play. exactly the same, and it, like I wasn't into it. We reviewed it like I reviewed it like my first or second podcast. Yeah, I might actually like revisit it in the near future. Well, I
0: saw the Savages when they played with Queens of the Stone Age in Nashville, and I was yeah. like. I found out I was pregnant with Victor. Yeah, So it was a while ago. I saw them
1: open for... You were in England. Uh, yeah, in England. But um, First
0: album was really good, and then I was eh, yeah.
1: like, eh. Were... So anyway, that's one end of the sliding scale. The other end would be Bird and the Bee that changed their sound so much. Oh, I've seen that. Or even more so than Bird and the Bee, Sleigh Bells.
0: Yeah. It went off on yeah. such
1: a weird tangent. I,
0: sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, I just find sometimes I look back and... I appreciate it more, and Mm -hmm. other times I still feel the same way. It's like Ceremony, their last album, The L-Shaped Man. Just such new wave, dark wave. I'd rather listen to their older stuff, or Mm -hmm. their... Ronker Park is probably my favorite. Sorry, go ahead. Speedy
1: Ortiz sort of hits that good middle ground where they've changed their sound enough that it's different, and i will listen to it. Most importantly, La Luz, La Luz, The Light, which, of course is Deadly the Vampires. Um, Announced their album, Finally Floating Features, coming out in May.
0: We watched that video
1: the other day. And yeah, they have a video for a song, Cicada, and it's mm-hmm. great. I like that. It. It's done like a telenovela. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's like, you know, do wop uh, surf rock. It was fun. Boom, so, uh, that's I'm very excited for that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out. A lot of stuff, but yeah, it's... Apparently, Burn is putting out a new record. The mm-hmm. like, uh, Night... Uh, God, remember Orange Nine Millimeter? Yes. Their hardcore band prior to that. Most people know who Burn is Yeah. Or in hardcore. They're coming out with something new. Super Unison, as we yeah. said, put out, a, has a single. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's new, how Didn't new it is. I not listen to it yet. I thought it was new release from... Yeah, I heard it was good. Yeah, like well, I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to that uh, Decemberist. That should be... Oh, uh, MGMT. I know you're not probably into them. Mm-hmm. But, um, They had a single come out. It might even be out the album. Uh, Dark Age or something. really mm-hmm. like that single... Didn't buy the album or anything yet, but I I really like what their album from my like, yeah. Jesus must be like 2010 or mm-hmm. something. Like that it was really
1: good. This is the longest we've done a podcast talking about music. Or we actually talked about music. I know
0: it's pretty. Cr- Going to see um what's the movie I'm seeing tomorrow? Annihilation. Annihilation. I didn't read any of the books. Mark read the books. Mm-hmm. It's a guy who did Ex Machina or Mexico. Uh,
1: and Al uh, Garland. Okay. Yes, Alex Garland. Uh, yes, I believe. Because he did, yeah, X Machina, he wrote, I think he wrote mm. 28 Days Later, or co-wrote it. Really? He was involved with that. He knows huh. like Danny Boyle. Okay. Um, there's a movie called The Beach, it's based on a book he wrote that they're going to remake now. It was like a little... Not literary...
0: the Leonardo one? It is the Leonardo one. Oh, okay. One.
1: So he wrote the... Alex Garland is his name. And then, yeah, he wrote like some sci-fi, so he wrote a uh, movie, um... Sunshine we talk about. Oh yeah. They I never about saw about Sunshine.
0: Tomorrow. I thought that was Danny Boyle though, but totally well he wrote cool. it. He wrote it and Danny Boyle directed. Yeah. It. Okay.
1: So anyway, yeah, Annihilation. That's I'm excited to see about that. I'm
0: seeing that's most um, likely tomorrow morning. Should be interesting. Yeah. i still gonna... haven't seen Black Panther. I'm gonna the times it's been playing is just a little too early for Victor's going to bed way too late. So yeah. hopefully next week or the week after. It's been selling out. It's been yeah doing fantastic. I wanna
1: see Black Panther. I'll see Annihilation first. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mute, which is Duncan Jones' new movie, mm. came out yesterday or which Friday. Which one's that one? What, Mute? Yeah. it's. I think it's like a... It's sort is that of the like, monster one where you have to be quiet? No, that's... Um, I was just talking about that. It's called like some, quiet or something. You, you're, you're, you're like the third person to say that when we had this conversation. Now Mute is, I think... And I'm going to get this almost totally wrong. It's like a sci-fi noir... I think the main character wakes up and finds that he or she is mute. Hmm. But I don't I don't think I've don't seen any remember. previews for it then. So, I like Duncan
0: Jones' style. Like, yeah. he did, um... Well, Moon. I know who he is. He did Moon? Moon, yes. And it, then he did Source Code, yes. which is also... Source Code's very is good. It's a movie that's much
1: better than you think it would be. Yeah. Both both
0: movies were fantastic. Both movies, yeah. You didn't see three billboards, did you? Not yet, no. I Sam seen. Rockwell's excellent though. Yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So is, um, what's her face? Uh, Holly Hunt? No, um, married to one of the Coens. Oh, uh, Frances McDormand. Yes, amazing. She's very, so very I, 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 She I, should I, win an Oscar.
1: I got sort of close because Holly Hunter has been in <laughs> So <Coen many>. Mother's <laughs> Get
0: Jazz. Get oh. your hands off my baby, you hard from hell.
1: Yeah.
0: Give me back that baby. <laughs> Give me back that baby. Oh, Lord. You know what I watched the other day? What? Michelle Rodriguez was on Bear Grylls, one of the survivor, like man versus wild type thing. Did she like catch a rabbit with her
1: mouth and eat it?
0: No, but Mm -hmm. fucking, they find a mouse, they eat the mouse, but they have nothing to drink. So Michelle pees and -hmm. they drink her pee and Bear Grylls was like, this is the worst fucking thing I have ever had ever. I still Mm -hmm. can't get the pee taste out of my mouth. And Michelle Rodriguez, she's my age, so she's 21. Yeah. Um, and she, God, was, yeah. she, she was like saying how she hasn't really starred in a film in so long and how mm-hmm. she just kind of lucked out and how no one really liked her. I guess she's like dating a dude now instead of a chick. Yeah. She, last time I saw Michelle Rodriguez, she was like jumping off the cliffs with some hot chick she was banging yeah. or something. Um, but she seems good. Mm-hmm. I like her.
1: She was in like the
0: Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious movie. She's not starring though. Yeah. She said she hasn't started. She's in a while. not, I guess true, but yeah. you know. She's like, I'll take what I can get. Yeah.
1: Well, you know. She's tired of Vin Diesel, I'll keep throwing her movies. Yeah.
0: I did watch the first episode of Altered Carbon. Yeah, how's that? You know how I said I remember when I was like obsessed with the killing? Yes. And Joel Kinneman mm-hmm. was in it? I didn't know he was like the lead dude in Altered Carbon. And I'm uh-huh. like, that dude looks like Holden Holder mm-hmm. from the killing, but like Super, like he did some steroids. He looks yeah, like, really bulky, yeah, and it was fucking him. I was like, "Damn, it's pretty good. It's out there. It's I like it."
1: I go watch. I have so many things that I want to watch, and I just trying to. I'm
0: looking it. forward to my spring break in like two weeks. So yeah, school's been killing Are you me. You not gonna go to
1: Cancun or Cozumel?
0: Oh, I'm totally like getting my jerry beads down at um you <laughs> know some Miami. I'm gonna be like, look at these, and they're gonna be like, put it on your old fucking head. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. Aww. laughs>
1: Well, we're getting close to an hour. We, While well, we could talk about everything else we want to watch, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
0: Uh, not
1: really. And it's surprisingly music-heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I guess it should be surprising because it's a music podcast.
0: I know, and I have a show coming up next weekend. Yeah. Madball, Wisdom, and Chains. Oh, I think I'm going to see Sleep
1: in the end of July.
0: Yeah. If I can go with you, I will, if All it right. doesn't sell out. But I'm, I'm... I think... Not sure. I heard they usually don't sell out. So, we'll see. I would love to see Sleep. And then, yeah, I'm trying to look at it. It's the same week as this is Hardcore Fest, and Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do four days. That's what you were saying, yeah. And then I have a couple other shows. Yeah. Then I'm okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: The kids are alright. The kids are alright.
0: The kids are alright. The (laughs) kids...
1: Farts. Don't even know. Anyway... Uh, Trash Saw Street, here yeah, there. Anyway. Facebook. Uh, um, I'm not gonna say anything about review, like, because it makes me sad.
0: We want to do a topic, we we honestly have been just running out of time, and we've both been super busy with school and, and stuff. And
1: it's a yeah, and also
0: hopefully a- soon. Like, I'd like to do one next one, I don't know if it will happen. I think we have to start now, basically, next... Yeah. Because the other thing
1: is, usually when we do these topics, like, the week before... Well, it's
0: tough. Like, I think of shit, like, Thursday. I'm like, I'm not putting up and... Yeah, that's the other two, thing. You is. know, it it depends. I'd like to post a topic around Wednesday and then repost it on Friday so people have, like, if they didn't see it Wednesday, so we yeah. just get as many responses as possible, so... All right, people.
1: People! Have uh, many days of fun between this one and the next yes. one. Yes. Yeah. I... ...drew something. Lose a dork. You're a dork. We'll go dork is... Bye-bye! Dork, 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 dork!